Hi everyone, it's me Liz. Welcome to the Power of Club podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about the power of initial reactions. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on another episode of the podcast. I love when you guys tell me how much you enjoy these episodes and how much you need to hear certain words. I love sharing them with you and will continue to share them with you. Today we will be discussing our initial reactions, what they are, where they stem from, and if we should and how we can change them. But before we dive deep into the conversation, I want to mention that if you're finding these episodes helpful and insightful, then maybe someone in your life may find them helpful and insightful as well. I would love the knowledge at the Power of Club to be shared and consumed by anyone and everyone. So I would really appreciate it if you can help me out and just spread the word of the Power of Club podcast. Okay, with that being said, let's talk about the power of initial reactions. An initial reaction is like a simple equation. It is like dealing with positives and negatives in addition. A positive plus a positive equals a positive, and a negative plus a negative equals a negative. Very simple and straightforward. In terms of initial reactions, a positive initial reaction triggers a positive processing experience, which leads to a positive result. A negative initial reaction triggers a negative processing experience, which leads to a negative result. Our initial reaction is the default response we have to a situation, and the situation could be anything. It can involve what somebody said. It can involve what somebody might have done. It can involve anything that has happened to us, others, or just in the world in general. Our initial reaction is our default reaction as to how we process the world. And so, why are we talking about initial reactions today? Is it really that important? Is it really worth its own episode? And the answer is yes, absolutely. The initial default way we react to a situation says a lot about our inner balance, mental stability, and the space we grew up in and live in. Have you ever noticed the way you immediately react to something and wonder after, "Wow, where did that come from? Why was I so defensive?" Why did I get offended? Why was I bothered? And obviously, we have positive reactions as well, but we tend to notice the negative ones more because they are louder and more intrusive in every part of our lives. Negative reactions can be very damaging, not only to ourselves but also to others, especially to the ones who love us the most. Your initial reaction predetermines the result of a situation. And let me repeat it one more time because it is so important. Your initial reaction predetermines the result of a situation. When you react negatively to a situation, you are setting up a space, physically and mentally, that attracts more negativity and pushbacks. And this happens because you are resisting what has already happened. You are trying to comprehend a situation in a way that does not help you understand it. From the get-go, you've determined how you're going to fight this fight without laying down a battle plan, and that leads to more problems, more misunderstanding, and more pain. I personally did not have a deep connective awareness of my initial reactions 
before, not until my mom brought it to my attention. I remember for a short period of time, and I believe this is when I was really stepping into my young adulthood life, I guess you can say, I would get a little defensive with my mom whenever I felt like she was pointing out something I did wrong. Looking back at those moments now, the reason why my initial reaction was to be defensive was because I did not want to do anything wrong to disappoint her. And as a result, I was constantly on edge, and whenever I felt like something said implied that I did something wrong, I would over-explain and over-express my feelings and thoughts on how I was not wrong. This obviously will lead to confusion on my mom's side because she would have no idea why I was reacting so defensively. And that would lead me to interpret her reaction as invalidating. Thankfully, though, my mother, who is the wisest and most insightful woman I've ever met, immediately understood what was happening and showed me the power of initial reactions. Through her, I learned that we must recognize and evaluate our reactions. We must understand them and seek for the stems. And most importantly, we must change them. So listeners, after listening to this episode, I want you guys to be hyper-focused and aware of your initial reactions for, let's say, a few days or even a week. Get attuned with your body and notice how you react to things that happen in your daily life. Notice how you react to traffic, to, a, to something a coworker said at work, to your parents sharing their opinions with you to friendly or even difficult conversations, to when your dog pees on the carpet, again, (laughs) to anything that has the potential to stimulate you and trigger you. And from there, start to notice what triggers a positive reaction and what triggers a negative one. Some of you may have more positives than negatives, and some of you may have more negatives than positive. And it doesn't matter whichever side you lean towards more. Both sides have work to do because no one's perfect and it's very human to be bothered and to react negatively sometimes. We don't need to react positively like a sweet little daisy all the time. That is very unrealistic. We just need to become aware of the initial reaction, find the root of it, and if needed and if wanted, change it. So if our initial reaction predetermines results, What predetermines our initial reactions? Well, as we grow through life, we are built by our memories and experiences, which form the initial reactions we respond by. But memories and experiences aren't the initial determinant of our initial reactions. There is actually something further than that. Can you take a guess as to what it is? You guessed it, it is our childhood. Our initial reactions are deeply predetermined by the environment in which we grew up in. Children are heavily affected by the nurture of the space they spend the most time in. They learn how to react to the world by watching how their parents or their parental figures react to the world. Our childhood environment is a causation of our initial reaction. If your parents react to situations more positively than negatively, then most likely you'll react the same way, and vice versa. And on top of our childhood environment, the experiences, memories, struggles, and lessons we gain along the way also adds to the initial reaction equation. 
your life experiences gradually condition your mind to respond in a way that protects you from foreseeing harm. And there is nothing wrong with your initial reaction. I want to make that very, very clear. There is no right or wrong, no good or bad. Our initial reaction is generated to mainly protect us from how the world may respond to us. It acts as a safeguard. And while initial reactions are very valid and reasoned, we should consider how they affect our space. Let's visualize something from a second-person point of view. If someone you love always gets very defensive whenever you try to bring up something they did that hurt you, would that make you feel seen, heard, or even wanted? Wouldn't that hurt you even more and make you wish that you never told them? Would you want to be with someone that never tries to understand what you're trying to say and what you're going through? It's tiring, isn't it? Now let's flip to a first-person point of view. Imagine how negatively your negative initial reaction might affect someone else, or even yourself. It is very draining for others to have to handle such situations with you, and it is very draining for you to think that the world is out to get you. If we can dial back our emotions just a little bit, it can really make a world of a difference on the result of a situation. This is exactly what I did with my mom in the situation I mentioned earlier. Once I realized that my initial reaction was the causation of the conflict, I dialed back my emotions and sensitivity and learned to respond without them guiding me on my left and right shoulders. The awesome thing about initial reactions is that they are not fixed. We can change the way we react and choose to react in a way that gives us the best result. Although our initial reaction is deeply rooted in our childhood, we can easily uproot and react differently. All it takes is one step, recognition. All you need is that initial recognition and the change starts there. Recognize why you react a certain way. Then find the reason, then find the root. Once you discover the causation, you will have the knowledge you need to know how to make that change. And as you practice this over time, you will learn to react without prejudging the situation with your own emotions and experiences. It's always a good idea to listen before you assume and before you speak. Give others a chance to give you the complete meaning of what they mean. I promise you it's going to save you from future commotions, future confusions, and future conflict. Make it easy for yourself and for others. And try to react to the world a little bit more positively. It'll definitely bring you more joy as well. All right, that is all for today's episode. I hope you found something helpful today. And I hope you found something that you would love to share with a friend as well. Stay curious and be interested. Life is always here to bless you with the best lessons to be learned. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you all very soon. Bye-bye.